Christmas episode. Craig, how was your Christmas? <clears throat> my, my Christmas? Yeah. Um, it was good, I guess. Uh, it was more fun watching Cash get excited about all of his gifts. I was going to say, does he get fun what's though? going on yet? Uh, I, I mean, I th- he gets the concept of new stuff. I don't think he... <laughs> I don't think he quite understands. Jesus is the season. Yeah, I, I don't know if he understands like the concept of like what's going, like the Santa Claus stuff and everything. Ooh. We got an Alec response. Oh, no, we go. Yeah, Alex missing again. We're going. Okay, should we just read his text? Alex? Trivia question should be how many episodes since the last time Alex showed up? What did he say? <laughs> uh, we could, uh, yeah. Uh, so his text response is. Working hard, guys. Just got home. Sorry. It was just a pizza thing. Then my grandma announced she's moving to Florida. And it turned into more of a thing. Wow. So I grandma, no what, that means. what does that mean? Okay, well, let me... I'm, I'm going to bring up my phone. I assume this is sent to the... Yeah, okay. It's sent to Let's do this one. Okay. Working hard, guys. I just... He's stressed. That's what that means. Just got home. Sorry, it was just a pizza thing. They were having a pizza party? At Grandma's? I don't get that. I think it was a pizza party at Grandma's. I think that's what he's saying. And then Grandma dropped the bomb. Uh, Hey, guys, I'm going to Florida. No more pizza parties. Okay, okay, okay. Now he's stressed because now he's got to buy pizza on Thursday night. He thought he's just going to Grandma's house. They're going to have some homemade pizza Mm -hmm. or somehow. It's going to be nothing. It was just supposed to be a pizza thing. And then my Grandma announced she's moving to Florida. That is big news. Big news. Good news. It turned into more hours of time. Vacation destination. Yeah, it sounds... Visiting Grandma is now going to Florida. Right, a little party. That's a, that's a lot better than Greensburg over by the brewery. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I had to pick where I'm, where I'm going to... Yeah, I, Alec can't say that because he's supposed to be the salesperson for Greensburg, right? Well, yeah, let's keep going. Okay, she's moving to Florida, and it turned into more of a thing. I don't know where that leaves us. I assume that he's bailing for I don't know. over under seven episodes. Uh, yeah, we thought we should have kept track since the newborn, which yeah. is understandable. Why we don't? That's why there's a lot of updates we need from him. The diner is for sale. <laughs> he had a big Facebook post go out. We I, we got a lot of questions. Can you pull here. up the Facebook post? Give I can't. Uh, I don't have Facebook. I can't uh, on my phone. You could if you can get Cafe Italiano. Let's see if we can get Cafe Italiano. <laughs> So break it down with the cafe sale because <laughs> the entire life of the cafe uh, they, is they, they well documented ep- yeah. on our podcast. Good episodes. I think we did four cafe talks, one, two, three, and four. Did, I mean, do you think – I wish we would have asked Alec before he opened the cafe if he thought the cafe or the podcast would live longer. Yeah, that would be an interesting question. The I podcast – is the champion. Yeah. Like, hand, like growing. Growing. <laughs> to the people that just subscribed today, I got a couple more. We, this Hunter Biden thing, it's it's in the mix. I want to get it started in the new year. I feel like I fell back under shadow ban on X. I don't. I, I, why would they be I, shadow banning you? Because all I do is troll Zelensky and Hunter. And it's like, I was getting. Yeah, but why would you I was getting hundreds of likes. Thousands of interactions on posts. And now it's... But however, this happened to me 
when the pandemic hit too, and I was anti-vaccine. And I couldn't figure out whether I was crazy or if just no one was seeing what I was saying. I still don't know. But when I paid for the blue check, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, for about a two-week period, I was able to gain a lot of followers. That got was all it to get you hooked? I don't know. Now, what happens if I you don't stop know. paying? That's where I would advise the people listening that are suspect of it, like I am, don't go pay for a blue check right now. Because I did. The best thing it's got me is 2,000 followers, probably 200 of them are real people. And those are the only ones that see my posts. If you're not following me at the Troutman show, you're not. But gonna, I think it won't blue, pop up on your feed. No, the blue check definitely um, it puts you at the top of the responses. You, they, it did. You get more of a legitimacy. Did they get rid of that or something? I I do not. I believe you, I'm not I mean, being. When, when you go the, look in the comments, unless section, you're following me, you will not see my. When comments. you go into the comment section, is it not all the blue checks first and then all the non-blues? That's how it was about two months ago. And it's not that way now. I don't know. I I don't know. Do we want to read his uh, Cafe Italiano? Yeah, post. yeah. Do you want to read it? Or do you uh, want me you to read, read it? it? You're probably a better reader than I am. <laughs> That well, and that's where okay. The benefit I would say, no matter what, for me, the blue check was worth it. It's because I can host a space. Well, the, and I think it gives you legitimacy. Like, yeah, I th- I do think that you're less likely to be somebody trolling. You know, like I don't. I just I feel like there's benefit. No, no, no. If th- you're trying to be a some sort of definite benefit, yeah. A, like if you're trying to be like a a, a source of information, I guess. I think it shows legitimacy that you're willing to pay for the blue check. But but what I was thinking, because the value of this blue check has been me trying to decide how to present this Hunter stuff we've been talking about for a year now. Mm-hmm. And what I think we're going to do is we're going to have the filming session, put out 10 half an hour episodes. And then what I would like to do is a week after we put them out, host a space on it. Mm-hmm. So let people listen to it, fact check it, ask their own questions, and then one week later, you know, six, seven o'clock at night, we just host a Twitter space and have questions from the public, hopefully get some big name, like just today, Lev Parnes, who was one of the big witnesses who communicated with Rudy Giuliani about Ukrainian corruption. Mm -hmm. And he, this guy just pops into space and he's ready to take questions. And no one really questioned him on anything. But if I was in that panel, I got a whole, I mean, I got 10, 12 questions. This guy's, his argument is he wanted to be, um, the Democrats wanted to have him, Lev Parnas, and Rudy Giuliani as the first testimonies in Joe Biden's impeachment in- inquiry. For some reason, the Demo- the Republicans blocked it. And his argument is just like, if you want to have a legitimate hearing, I was the main guy. I want to. I come. don't understand why they're even. I don't either. Impeach him. I'm. 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 That's Lev's argument. Is as if you want to impeach him, you should want me to come in and testify. The fact that Republicans blocked him, Rudy Giuliani. I think it's legal issues. I think is he might. I don't know his gag situation. What he's allowed to say. How it might be more incriminating for him to take a hearing. Mm-hmm. But this guy, Lev Parnas, if he wants to talk. My stance is the same with when Hunter Biden had this big spectacle last week. 
where he was supposed to come in for a closed-door deposition. He shows up at Capitol Hill, goes to the Senate side where the Democrats are in charge, Mm -hmm. and has this pathetic three-and-a-half-minute, I'm here, I'm not hiding. But the the impeachment really doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter. I I would think my argument would have been if I was a House of Representative member for the Republican Oversight Committee, Mm -hmm. I would have called his bluff. The minute he showed up, I just said, fine, let's do a public hearing right now and just trust on my ability to get the truth out of him. But what is the point there? If you were going to bring a case against Hunter, you're not going to get him legally through the DOJ. The only way to do it is through public opinion. And public opinion can only be swayed if people watch it. So when Hunter's saying, I'm willing to do a public hearing, Republicans should have jumped at that opportunity. For them to hide and say, well, the way that you guys did the Trump hearings is all the Trump children had to have closed-door depositions first. It's too much of a circus for us to have a public hearing where everyone only gets five minutes of questioning and you have to go back and forth. My response to that is, so you're telling me you're too, you can't do your job. You can't hold a hearing where you look like a respectable human being and manage to have a chain of questioning. Because one of my big things, I wanted to hear how the Democrats how the Democrats questioned him. It would have been fascinating to see Hunter hearing with AOC spending five minutes questioning. If the, if the Republicans were serious, they could do what they did with Hillary Clinton and just defer your time to Jim Jordan. Pick one person that you want to be the pub, who's the best questioner mm-hmm. and let him keep going. Five minutes, break. Five minutes, break. And he can hammer that home. Mm-hmm. Remember, Hillary, she wasn't arrested, but she didn't win the election. So why the Republicans did not take the opportunity to call his bluff? Because I don't think there's any chance that Biden wins. Biden wins 2020 or the, in this next upcoming next election? election? Yeah. I don't. I don't think. At they, the same like, time, I don't think I, they need to tamper. At all. I would have said the same thing in 2020, and I have to eat that Greg bad prediction. I said Joe wouldn't have been here right now, dude. There is no way there, he is popular right now. No, but there, he wasn't popular. He wasn't popular in the spring of 2020. Like he ran a basement campaign. He did one debate. That's where he where managed to skate we are by. We're about to find out if these elections are real or not. We are. We are. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's something I, I want. There's no way he wins. I will not believe the elections are real. I'm, I'm telling you. Sarcastically, I'm not actually on Team Hunter. But, you know, he's in the running for person of the year. We still have two months. We don't do the New Year's until March 1st. So we're not nominating our person yet. We're not making our predictions yet. Why would it be him? He's won. This man has had sex. What about Zelensky? Zelensky might die this year. Why might he die? They have no money and they're out of people. Yeah, but he hasn't died yet. If he finishes the year. One of, one of my predictions is Zelensky will not, will not make it through 2020. He's going to get Qaddafi. Listeners are probably so confused when you say that we're going to wait two extra months. Oh, yeah. To clarify, I do not believe having the new year a week after Christmas is of any value. We have a major holiday. 
Let's take a couple months. Whoa. I just thought of this today. When you start New Year's, <laughs> I, I agree. What with was you. that? It's just a little. I'm just fucking with a spring thing. Uh, the you're right. They could choose to have the New Year's any time of the year. So let's spring into the New Year. Get some summer. Falling. Why around. isn't it in the middle of summer? Why doesn't like why do we celebrate when every other country celebrates? I, I think Ru- the Russians, I believe, do it a couple weeks later. I'm suggesting March first. The new year is the last day of February into March first. And the law now listen to this double logic behind it. Not only is this just better for the American mood, but your New Year's resolution you can parlay with your Lent pledge. So you're going to have, usually Easter is Mm mid-April, 40 days before that, you got to pick something to quit. Your New Year's resolution, you pick something basically to quit, something to start doing. Now you get to put them together. So this is a nice way to, even for the people who aren't Catholic, maybe you don't celebrate Easter, Mm -hmm. and you still got the New Year's resolution as a double down. So that's why you chose it that time. I think, I just thought of that today as another reason. This is just, this continues to be... I'm going to need to hear a counter-argument. Why is it good? If you're Catholic, though, because I don't do that shit. No, if, if you're not Catholic, then it's just you have your New Year's resolution. Why do Catholics do that stuff? Uh, that started... It, what, do it, you do it? No. Yeah. I, don't, I, I hate those things. Yeah. I believe like it, it, it's the kind of thing that's like if you're going to start exercising, <laughs> you got to make that decision on your own independently. I don't think you're just arbitrarily going to pick a date. Because of eating maybe, fish or something? Maybe, and, and if you do... And, that, and it works out, great. I'm all for it. But personally, I don't participate in these. Yeah, I like to eat a good steak on those Fridays when they're having the fish fries. Oh, yeah. Meatballs. <laughs> I like meatballs. Just go straight to the point. <laughs> I'm going to go to hell. You know, you're going to have people. What if <laughs> they got all, the- all right, let's get to the Facebook yes. post here. Come on. <laughs> all right. Oh, this is rough. Five days ago. So we are on, what, 28th, 29th? Is it 29th? Yeah, something like that. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us here at Cafe Italiano. We will be open tomorrow on Christmas Eve until 1 p.m. Come down for breakfast before your holiday dinner. We will be back open on Tuesday. We wanted to make a couple of announcements also and perhaps dispel a few rumors. Yes, we are for sale. We are still open. <laughs> it's in all caps. It's, it's in all caps. Normal hours, six days a week for breakfast and lunch. Close Wednesdays with daily. That's why we had the episode at the time that we did. Um, uh, I missed, lost my spot. So we close Wednesdays with daily specials served up by Chef Don. We appreciate your continued support here through the transition. Why are we selling? Simply put, I ran out of time. When I bought the building two years ago, I was only working part-time and one child. And it should have been when I had one job. <laughs> I, 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 I was offered a full-time job. That was difficult to pass up. And then my wife and I had our second child. Didn't say that. <laughs> My staff here is amazing, but as anyone who has ever operated a business before could probably say, it requires a lot of attention. I hope people are understanding of this and recognize all the hard work we've put into the cafe here at 417 Clay Avenue in Jeanette. We've done a lot here. This is where like 
<laughs> but we're go really going on. When I turned the water on two years ago, there were leaks in three places. The bathrooms didn't work. Kitchen needed taken apart and put back together. The ovens had not been lit for five years, etc., etc. The list goes on and on. My, my dad has been wonderful helping me out. Shout out Stefan, Stefano Italiano. He has helped out a lot. And so have numerous friends and family. We've since patched the roof, fixed the AC, replaced floors and equipment to get the restaurant back up and open. His floors. Those have been replaced. And, and they're the apartment. Like if you're looking at fixing the restaurant. Oh, I'm talking about the room they d we do the shows in. Yes. With the waves in the one spot. But, but <laughs> even then, the, the amount of people we were having coming in, it was a liability having that much space that made it harder on the servers to deliver food on no, such a scattered I, I get room. that, but that's not what I'm saying about it. He's, he's claiming they replaced the floors. And you have the carpeting that hasn't ever been cleaned. No. Ever. That green <laughs> <laughs> before they ever even a, bought a the lot, place, a, still hasn't a, been a lot to, like, to, to his credit a lot of the stuff fixed are apartment related like is that what he's talking about yes okay. he's not saying that and that's what okay. I'm wondering when he's because when he's saying new floors anybody who's been into the diner sees the newer floor which is in the other room and sees how it's like not new anymore it's, yes <laughs> it's worse than the old floor so, so it's like right now the achievements that he can brag about are the apartment if you're selling that building, you're selling Chris as a tenant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you convey that through a sale? Like he's he oh, that has to just be the thing. Like when you when you list left. it, you're hoping the uh, sales agents are making that point to potential buyers that this is more of like there's residential opportunity. But is there really residential opportunity? Because he, I don't think he has like a kitchen up there and stuff. No. So he doesn't like. I mean, he does have a bathroom. He has two people living up there. So it's like really low. Like your your rent levels per room are going to be low because there's not really like a kitchen up there. Like you can't really sell it as like all the tenants get to use the kitchen at the so, cafe. Like that's right. I, want, I wanted him here tonight to, to try and clarify yeah, his I wish he would have been here. Because I, I don't hear. Let me, I'll, I'll finish here. Yeah, it's not. Jeanette is definitely on the up and up. We've watched business after business open on the avenue and are so proud to help be a part of the revitalization. Revitalization. The city has been absolutely wonderful to work with during this process, too. I continue to serve on the board of the Jeanette Initiative and a member of the Jeanette Business Association and help where I can throughout town. We look forward to new owners eventually taking over and helping blah, 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 take a bill. We continue to work with our partners to put on comedy shows. Next show is scheduled for February 2nd, 2024, and the opera and operate as normal. If you're interested in the building, please call Dan Howe, real estate agent, who has the listing. Sincerely, Alec Italiano. Oh. That was his post. <laughs> On Christmas Eve. That was like a the Merry Christmas. And I was kind of like, I mean, almost, I was, when I read it, I'm kind of sad. Like, there's a nostalgic part, like, but yeah, at the same time... I feel time, like he's giving up way too quick. Like, how did you not know? I don't know. I just... That's that's my thing. It's like, you didn't really give yourself a chance. I thought we were spiraling down this In way. a restaurant, going into the restaurant, uh, like, buying a business, I would, like... I guess I've never delved deep into it because I have no interest in that. But 
It's well, no, like we you. Try- would, I would expect it to be like a seven year kind of like I, endeavor to get like yourself like where you're good. Ideally, I would like to get Dylan in here and Alec, mm-hmm. and all four of us talk about our because at certain points we were all invested into the diner to varied degrees. Mm-hmm. Whether it was working for it, a business idea for it, you know, kind of testing out a new form of comedy. Like, we all had ideas, mm-hmm. and I think this could have worked. And what Alex said there is seeing the businesses open up and succeed. Sforno's, they're doing great. That pizza shot? Yeah. Awesome pizza. Totally recommended for everyone. It's great. Sobo's Brewery? Yeah. Great. They're getting people. They have events. They're doing weddings. They're doing gatherings. Like, they're bringing in money. If we could have figured out to churn so he- out one good menu item consistently well he's just pretty much blaming he's he's pretty much saying that when he left his position at the diner full-time things yeah fell apart. No, no he he didn't have the time to be a full-time participant in the diner mm-hmm. he relied on his ability to find employees that didn't exist given the covid market so it's like and that was the thing we discussed at first it was like when we didn't know chris was gonna he didn't have a cook and it's like, well, are you going to be the cook, Alec? And he's like, well, the thing is well yeah. And it's like, I do, do you have cooking experience? No, but I have catering. And it was like, Alec, that's so different than a line chef. Than someone who's just taking in four or five, six orders at a time, has to prioritize when you start your different pancakes, when you start cooking what, so everything comes out at the right time. Totally different than catering. But he did do that good, right? He learned to, yes. That, at first he didn't? No, that was the whole thing. That's why we needed Chris. That's why, like, Chris has such oh, a no, long I reach. thought you were talking about, like, did Chris, but was Chris good at that? Like, handling a bunch of orders to, to To the extent that he could maintain his composure or sobriety. But Chris, pretty much Chris's issue is that it's a kitchen that's not tucked away. No, yes. That's what the issue and, and, and the more intoxicated he would get, the more likely it would be that he would leave the kitchen and start right, harassing so, customers. So potentially, like, Alex... The, at first plan meeting, could have worked a lot better, at least, if uh, if it was a different uh, facility. If we can get Dylan and Alec for this episode, I'll go back and re-listen to episode one, <laughs> and we're because we had we all these conversations. You just go through all had go through all the episodes and clip segments that you want to put a montage little, together. Little ones, things that I'm 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 not trying to say I was right. If but you if you give me episode title with times, uh, I, I can like say, if you tell me what time, I can record it and send it right to you, so you can just we, have it. Yeah. We can put it together for a show. We can listen to it on air. We'll do that. There there will be a final diner talk. Yeah, there's got to be. There will be an RIP episode, diner talk. kind of like a Survivor yes. Uh, final. Yes. Finale yes. or whatever. We're gonna have a cafe Italiano. Look finale. forward to it's that. not fina- it's not a finale yet. He has not sold. Anything could happen. The, the if we think of an idea here, chain. yeah. There are outs. Alec, I, I just he I haven't got to talk to him. Yeah. That's where I, I I just I don't know where I don't know where I don't know where he's at right now. I don't now. know. I tried to tell him to just like kinda So my thing with I would just treat it as a property. I would probably stop doing the cafe. Like if it's if I'm in his shoes, this would be my advice to him. Which is this is the advice I gave him. He didn't take it, obviously. But <laughs> uh my advice would be, you know, just stop doing the diner thing. Like just you're no longer a diner, you're a landlord. You're a commercial property landlord. You got your tenants upstairs in that situation that seems to be working, whatever. Like, if that situation works, I'm not opposed to it. Um, 
where they just have like they have a bathroom. They can get takeout every day. There's nothing like they just you're you're renting a room. Kudos to we're not knocking Alec like he's losing tons of money. I think right now he's just sitting break even. That's what I'm saying. I, I think so like, he's just as a, sitting on something that he doesn't really know. Like he's figured out a way through rent, yeah, to make this survive. Yes. So here's my thing. At it, the same time, he doesn't want the stress of managing. But as you own it, it pays itself down over time. So it's kind of like a little retirement nest egg. You're putting a little, uh, yeah, little thing away there. And that's my thing with my uh, other duplex is I don't really make money on it every month. Sure. It makes enough money. That it pays for itself, sure. and then there's a little bit left over that goes right back into repairs, and then I usually take some extra of my own money and pay for repairs, and then but but the property is going up in value yep. over time. It pays for itself once it's fully like repaired. It will be like profit it, it, straight it, up, and but, that's what. I, but it's a longer term thing, and his diner should be in the same situation because. He purchased. I, I, I think his mind state is, and I would have the same, I think, right now. I'd be curious. That I want to hear his take on this. Is As long as Chef Don, I've not, Don's been with us on and off from the beginning. Mm-hmm. As long as she's willing to open up, maybe Alec only makes $250, $300 in a day. But if he limited them, if he shored up the menu, that could Why be- not just make her a percentage like. Make her pay percentage. I, I, I have no idea what her payment. That's what I'd be doing. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Because what's his staff right now? Her and the, who's the girl that works the the, the waitress lady, the older lady? She's in there every time I go in. Tracy and, not Tracy, Dawn, and Linda? Is it Linda? Linda. I can't. I, I he- Linda and Heather. She's really nice. I, I they're all nice. I they're, can't ever remember. Everyone's, they're all sweet people. But, um, I guess like the waitresses, I would just have them on normal waitress style pay tips, whatever. But like your, your cook back there, I would, I'd be saying like, Hey, your pay is going to be based, you know, on some sort of really fair, like where, where she knows that like if she makes this place successful she's herself is going to be very successful like you should not like if you put that responsibility on someone where it's just surviving you're just giving her a chance your cut should not be much more than hers i'm 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 just speculating here but i always liked dawn and she's a young grandmother she's like in her Mm mid-40s and she had kids young and her kids had kids young so she has like three or four kids and probably like, you know, five or six grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And they're all in like middle school, high school age. They, they kind of, they travel around with her. It's convenient for her to work a service job like that where she can get them lunch. Mm-hmm. They can come in. They would help like the one, a couple of the kids would be bus boys for us sometimes. And you give them some of your tips mm-hmm. and it's like, they're just. You know, running around making, but gives them something to do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool, you know, teaching them responsibility in a situation where they might not otherwise get that. Mm-hmm. So I can see a scenario where through these weekdays, she could handle cooking and serving. So she could collect the tips and get her hourly wage. And people generally tip more to a server cook if Chris is a little bit of an asterisk. But Dawn's a nice person, and you see her hustling, and she comes out, she takes your order, she makes your food, she brings it out for you. You get a little extra tip. So you don't need 
you know, from 12 to 2. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, the dead days. Just let her go and yeah, make some she, money. Yeah, let her make the extra tips. She continues mm-hmm. to make her hourly cook pay. And yeah, then, and then let, for me, let like, her get the the. My only the concern would be of a server. like I I would consider it successful if he hold held on to the property and made enough revenue that the property was maintained, was upgraded over time, which means tearing out the fucking carpets like. New booths, like I mean, like over time it gets upgraded, project after project. They just made enough money to do that and survive. And like you don't, like your personal life doesn't benefit anything from it at all until like thirty years down the road. Like I would consider that like a successful business venture. I just like my mind, like I I get like he wanted to do the restaurant thing, like that was something he wanted to try. But at this point, just be the landlord. Don't. I just would give up on the restaurant. Part. The but like the dawn thing. Like if you want to exactly. just let her give it a shot, exactly. I would just let her do her thing, and then but just be just to say like I'm not putting any more I, money into it. So like, I, I, if I, it dies, it dies. I would say the main two things besides to take away from that Facebook message besides the dawn part. Mm-hmm. The other one I would say is to bring up the JBA, the Jeanette Business Association. I am on record from the beginning saying that group never helped him. He bent over backwards I don't to become a member of it, that group, and they never helped the business. They had free meals. What did the business thing do? What, it, did, what do they do? I, did they organize the events out there or something? The, the way Jeanette is set up, and I'm, I'm not 100% right on this. I'm giving you a feel for it because I, I never really got that totally involved. But you have basically three people who are in charge of the city council mm-hmm. that share power. They're in charge of the vast majority of whatever local Jeanette money is spent. The Jeanette Business Association is a group of businesses that, I guess, basically, look at it this way. The most successful businesses in Jeanette are Denunzio's, mm-hmm. um, The Nest, um, you're talking the meat shop, Italian place. None of them are members of the Jeanette Business Association. Really? No. Oh. The Jeanette Business Association is a bunch of oddballs. They're like these owned by one or two people that employ like two or three people. Is it part-time. a net, is it more of a networking group? Yes. Uh, and the idea was is that gotcha. is that they were going to bring in their network, but they all. They have a network, but it all interlapses. They have the same people. So it's like, yeah, you have 10 people who might have 100 people, but they're the same 100 for all 10 of them. Hmm. So it's not quite the funnel that you imagine it to be. And I always thought they took advantage. They all come from the same circle. Yes. Yes. And they got a small vested interest in maintaining power that, I I don't know if Sforno's is part of it, Sobel's wasn't part of it. So all the big businesses are no. not part of it. No, this is like a poor man's union for like fledgling. I I want Alec here to talk about all this. We'll have that <laughs> in a future episode. We promise. Let's call this one a wrap. And then we'll do a little NIL fun holiday poll. We handled the serious topics right there.